0: our Valentine's special of casey's ice cream parlor the sweet valley twins recap podcast i'm paula and i'm here with rich hello this fortnight so i know we're going to be a week before valentine's day we're a bit early yeah but we really wanted to do this uh lila's secret valentine book
1: the best book (laughs) ever made
0: it is one of the best books ever made (laughs)
1: like it's the best twins book that i've read so far yeah me too and i didn't think like ghost in the graveyard my previous favorite Mm. this is uh oh boy
0: so we've jumped about we've jumped about like 80 books ahead to do this
1: yeah and And weirdly this book actually has a moment where it references um the previous book that we read which is really weird but um yeah so about 80 books so things have changed
0: so it's a super edition it says on the cover where is lila's valentine and then i love this cover it's one of my favorites so it's got three hearts on a pink silk background um the top two hearts we've got a heart with a picture of elizabeth with todd kissing her on the cheek and then we've got jessica and aaron aaron's making bunny ears behind yeah he's a naughty little boy isn't he yeah and then at the bottom we have lila all alone well she's with no
1: she's with gray It's grey there. There he is. (laughs) He's just invisible. Can you see
0: him? (laughs) And then on the back it says, Caught in a Lie. Lila Fowler is dreading Valentine's Day. She has no valentine and she's determined not to let her friends in the exclusive Unicorn Club know. So she tells everyone that she does have a boyfriend and sends herself flowers and chocolates to prove it. Her valentine's name is Grey Williams and he's rich, cute and completely made up. The unicorns are totally impressed and Lila is thrilled until her friends pressure her into bringing Grey to the Valentine's dance. How can she bring a date that doesn't exist?
1: How indeed. Oh, she can't. We need to discuss how <clears throat> Grey is one of, Grey Williams is like one of the worst made up names ever, but we'll get to yeah. that as we uh, as we get into this book, I guess. I
0: thought this was just going to be a copy of Love Letters. So a did I. Book, but it is so much more.
1: Yeah, yeah, so did I. Um, I, I, I agree. I thought exactly the same.
0: So, we open at boosters practice and they're practicing a special Valentine's cheer.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the, the boosters are planning to do a uh, a cheer. It's going to cost $2 per cheer. And um, that money is going to go towards a photographer for the Valentine's dance.
0: Mm-hmm. So, the, the cheer they're practicing says, uh, give me an L, give me an O, give me a V, give me an E. What does that spell? Love, love, yay! <laughs> Sounds good. Tamara's really excited, but she says she doesn't like getting sweaty, though.
1: Well, you got to put the work in, Tamara. I'm sorry.
0: And we're 10 days away from Valentine's Day. Janet set them all uh, tasks to come up with some cheers for their fundraiser. Yeah. Um. So, for like you said, for $2, they'll perform a cheer for someone's Valentine. But if you pay $4, it'll be unique and it'll be all about the recipient.
1: Yeah, it's like a, a <clears throat> top-tier cheer.
0: So, uh Janet's being really bossy she's She's told them all to come up with a new cheer that will work with a variety of names, and Jessica can't wait to show hers off. yeah, but guess who's in the boosters now? I can't believe... clearly missed something I
1: couldn't believe this. when did this happen? I know
0: um Winston is now a member of the boosters I mean Amy on the
1: boosters Winston on the boosters they'll let anyone on the boosters <laughs> these days
0: <laughs> um He's come up with a cheer, red is a rose, tulips are pink. Cover your nose, because your feet sure do stink.
1: Brilliant, Winston.
0: And Janet is absolutely disgusted.
1: Yeah, she tells him this is serious. They need to mm. raise money.
0: She tells him sharply, that's enough.
1: <laughs> that's enough of that.
0: <laughs> no nonsense from you, Winston. So Jessica performs hers. Um, Valentine's is coming soon, and you know what to do. Mm-mm, send me to the moon. Mm-mm, I love you, yay.
1: And Ellen is just watching this, and she's like, what the hell is mm -mm?" Mm -hmm.
0: mm-mm? And Jessica explains that's where the name is going to go. Yeah. yeah. Duh, Ellen, come on. Uh, And Janet just says, good try. Anyone else got anything?
1: Yeah, we also get some some, uh, information here. As... um, Jess explains, as you said, the person's name is going to be there and she uses Aaron as an example. Ah, yeah. And uh, Mandy laughs and says, oh yes, I'm sure it's just (laughs) an example Uh, because we're told that Jess and Aaron, Aaron is her, quote, sort of boyfriend. Mm
0: -hmm. Which is really strange because he ends up in a gay relationship with her older brother. With Stephen, yeah. When in uh, Sweet Valley Confidential.
1: Which we'll get to one day.
0: In in many years' time. Yeah. (laughs) Um... And Kimberly Havers, she's got an absolute belter. What, she she worked isn't... on it for two hours.
1: Yeah, oh um, goodness.
0: So she's got, um, give me a K, give me an E, give me an N. What does that spell? Ken, be my valentine. Brilliant. Genius. Um, Janet tells her that it's lame.
1: Yeah, Jan- Janet tells her that it's lame, but um, she basically says, like, not only is that lame, but you'll be totally screwed if it's a long name. Yeah. Like, you haven't thought this through. You've used the shortest name you could find.
0: And Kimberly sits on the bleachers and a half.
1: Yeah. She's not happy.
0: No, and Janet's not happy with any of them. And she orders them to work on some better ideas right now. But instead, they just chat about what to wear to the dance. Yeah, well, you know,
1: priorities.
0: So Amy doesn't want to dress that's sissy...
1: No, she's still looking for her dress because she's trying to find something that's not too sissy. Um, which, quite I question, what dress do you think Amy of Twins, specifically Twins, because obviously in High, Amy's Amy, but in Twins, what sort of a dress would Amy <clears throat> wear? I can't even imagine her wearing a dress. A denim one. A denim one. We get a <laughs> denim mini later on.
0: Um, But Lila... She has gone off into a Jessica-style daydream.
1: I know. We get a couple of daydreams in this book. It made me very happy.
0: So she's pictured the whole night perfectly. The streetlights would make eerie pools of light on the pavement outside the gym as middle schoolers arrived in droves for the dance. But Lila would be nowhere in sight. It would be getting late. People would begin to whisper, Where is Lila Fowler? Where, Where is she? Suddenly, a long, dark chauffeured limo would pull up to the gym's doors. Everyone would turn to see, but the windows would be tinted and no one would be able to see in. Then slowly the door would open. One delicate foot wearing an adorable black suede platform (laughs) shoe would emerge. With any luck at all, the night would be slightly foggy, like a scene in a music video. Then Nyla would put down her crystal goblet of sparkling cider and slide gracefully off of the leather seat. All the girls would gasp when they saw her beautiful, luxurious outfit. All the guys would stare transfixed. Then Jake Hamilton, who was just about the cutest guy in seventh grade, not to mention the whole school, would come around the car and take her hand. The girls in the crowd, especially the unicorns, would whimper with envy. <laughs> Jake would look fantastic in black jeans and a tuxedo shirt that was open casually at the neck. An untied bow tie would be draped around the collar, just like the one Joey Martin had worn on one of Lila's favourite TV shows, 42 Wilshire Road. <laughs> Brilliant. That sounds
1: like a good show. A
0: fancy tapestry vest would be buttoned up almost all the way. Then arm in arm, they would sweep into the gym as everyone in the crowd wished they looked one-tenth as hot as Lila and Jake, Valentine couple of the year. So that outfit is very important later on. It is. It it is very
1: important later on. Now, um, Lila is not technically uh, with Jake Hamilton Mm. yet. He's not actually asked her yet, but she's sure... He's going to ask her because two things. One, he let her drink from a water fountain before her. Uh, Sorry, he let her drink a water fountain before (laughs) him. And secondly, he held a door open for her and a bunch of other people. So that's the logic.
0: Even though uh, other people had also gone through the door, she knew it was really just meant for her.
1: Yeah. Apparently everyone in school knows that they have feelings for each other. It's just a matter of time before uh, she's Mm. asked by him.
0: He just sounds like a very polite little boy. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. She tells everybody that this dance is super important and as unicorns and boosters, they have to present the right image. They're sixth graders now and most people go to the dance in couples.
1: Yes, anyone who's anyone is going as a couple.
0: Going stag is okay for some people. But not for a unicorn. No. We cut to the Sixers meeting. They're also doing some fundraising.
1: Yeah, they're they're raising money just towards the dance. I think. Just um, generic. they're raising
0: money for the photographer as well. Oh, are they? And okay. then apparently half of their money is going to go to the photographer. Half of it's going to go towards newspaper running costs.
1: The, the cost of running the school newspaper. How much newspaper? Does it cost? I don't, I don't like, know. Printer ink. Surely the school would provide that. I would have thought so, but apparently not. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, well, I don't know. But um, So Liz's uh, idea is to print love grams for pound fifty a pop or £2, po- uh, pounds? it's dollars, isn't it? <laughs> dollars, yeah, sorry, we're in England. <laughs> $1.50 a pop or $2.50 if people want them to be written for them.
1: Yeah, guess who's going to do that?
0: <clears throat> Mr. Bowman approves of this idea and he says... Elizabeth could help people who aren't as gifted with words as she is.
1: Yeah. And Elizabeth is absolutely thrilled to tell Jess all about her love gram idea when Mm -hmm. she gets back.
0: So after the meeting, she uh, stays behind to wait for Jessica.
1: Yeah. Mr. Bowman's like, if any of you want to stay late, then you can. And of course, Liz is the only one staying late.
0: Um, No, she stays with Julie.
1: Oh, yes. Well, Julie always hangs around with
0: Liz. So, you know, Um. So she starts reading a book of love poems by Elizabeth Barrett Browning and she tells Julie that she wants to do something special for Todd and she's looking for romantic inspiration. Yeah. And we're told that over the last few months they've become a bit more than friends.
1: Yeah. They're, um, you know, they're not steady yet but there's uh, something
0: going on. Even if he did infuriating things sometimes like rigging up a bucket of water to fall on her head he was also really sweet and considerate. Oh, it sounds like well, it. Well, that's, that's
1: something. So it's it, like, like he dried her off afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> He'd throw eggs at her, but then he'd clean it off.
0: And we find out that in a book that we haven't read yet, mm-hmm. um, I think it's called Romeo and Two Juliet. It is.
1: Uh, Well, it was something like that anyway.
0: They played Romeo and Juliet in a school play and they had a romantic energy between them.
1: Yeah, so Jess and Liz both played Juliet.
0: Sounds like a good one. It sounds like a
1: good book, doesn't it?
0: Um. Elizabeth tells Julie she doesn't want to be mushy. It's like, why are you reading a book of old love poems then?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you sound, you seem like you want to be mushy to me. Yeah. Um, so Julie suggests she posts a love gram for Todd, but apparently her own idea isn't special or private enough for her.
1: Yeah, she basically is like, oh, I want everyone to pay for these love grams that yeah, I'm gonna not write. Not good enough for me though. <laughs> but they're rubbish and no good for my for my valentine i want mine to be special <laughs> unlike all of these other people that are mm. going to be paying me money
0: she could get a chair from her sister
1: yeah she could
0: but that's not good enough either i guess
1: not even a four pounder for oh dollars <laughs> sorry dollars. we are in the We're uk I'm gonna say that all the way through i know i feel like it comes up a lot
0: um so on the walk home jessica tells liz that she hopes aaron dallas will commission a special cheer for her of course the four dollar one of course and Liz says she thinks Todd's going to do something special for her. Yeah. And then at dinner the next night, Elizabeth tells everybody that thirty-five people have signed up for lovegrams.
1: Yeah, and she's going to have to stay up late typing them all again. Like early on in Liz's, uh, you know, early with Liz here, instantly the martyr. Oh, I have to stay up <laughs> all night long to type these love letters.
0: Yeah. Ned asks if she has a favorite one. Um.
1: Oh my God.
0: And. Uh, she does. And I'll read it out for you now. Yeah. um, When I find it.
1: The best part about this is who wrote it. But we'll get to that in a moment.
0: There we go. So it says, Dark beauty with eyes of night, a smile like light of day. You I revere with all my might until you say me nay. Happy Valentine's Day. She quoted solemnly, gazing off into the distance. <laughs> So um yeah, so uh
1: you know this is uh from Patrick Morris to Sophia Rizzo. And um Alice is like, wow, I didn't know students would write such talented <laughs> uh such talented words.
0: Hmm. Um Jessica doesn't understand the meaning of it either, so Stephen explains he says yeah. he says in your language it means until you say like get lost, okay babe. <laughs> <laughs> um so everyone
1: basically Ned asks Liz What's your favourite of the Love Grams? And Liz is like, this is my favourite of the Lovegrams. What do you think of it? And everyone's like, oh my God, it's so romantic. And then Liz is like, yeah, I wrote that one. <laughs> so her well, favourite Gram is the one she, she wrote.
0: First, she says a talented member of the Sixers staff wrote it. And they're like, oh, who, who? And then she's like, oh, it was me.
1: I would have, if I was Jess, Big I would head. have just rolled my eyes at that <laughs> point.
0: And Alice is shocked, but Stephen says it sounds phony. But Jessica says he wouldn't know anything about romance. He bought his girlfriend Kathy Connor as a wrench set for her birthday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but Stephen, by the way, another change, Kathy is Stephen's girlfriend. Mm. Um, But Stephen argues that it was for a bike and she loved it. But Jess is just saying like, no, he said it to she said it just to make you feel better.
0: And Ned's surprised that a 12 year old boy was comfortable with the intensity of the love gram. And Liz is like, well, he wasn't a first, but I convinced him.
1: Liz then confesses that she's got a lot of um, <laughs> lot of love grams written uh, uh, to write as it's Valentine's Day. And Stephen says, Miss Smarmy will be busy, very busy then.
0: Hmm. But the twins are both really happy to be helping True Love along. And Elizabeth says she feels like she's helping to unlock people's innermost feelings. And Stephen says, yeah, feelings of nausea
1: i love Stephen and, and then ned
0: but. starts banging his spoon against his glass to shut them the fuck up yeah oh my god can you <laughs> imagine like bang, 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 just order a, order
1: trying to have a meal for <laughs> god's sake
0: later on Lisbeth's on the phone to amy and she's trying to work out what to do for todd again this reminded me of that time when she a special christmas when she didn't know what to get him for christmas yeah oh and she that just went was, on and on about and it, and then got him a wallet yeah She thought it was too extravagant.
1: Don't want to be too extravagant.
0: Yeah, she's going on again about what to do for Todd. Amy suggests a stuffed animal and Liz says, well, I want to write him something, but all that romantic stuff isn't really me. It's like, what do you mean it isn't really you? You've been fucking writing these love grumps.
1: Also, Liz, don't ask for advice if you don't want to take Mm. any of it. So
0: Amy says, just write that you like him a lot and everything. That's romantic. (laughs) And uh,
1: Liz says, "Um, are you going to write anything for Ken? little ken who might not be little now is 80 bucks on i'm not sure um and uh, amy says no i'm just gonna get him a funny card Hmm. uh nothing too crazy
0: yeah i mean you don't need to go over the top elizabeth
1: elizabeth absolutely needs to go over the top
0: just get a fucking card and tell him that you like him and everything in amy's words and just be done with it just be done with it um half an hour later though todd phones and she thinks that he must have he must have sensed she was thinking about him, and maybe they're telepathically linked. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to invite them, invite her to a double date with Ken and Amy to, to watch s- the best movie ever to made. See a film called Exterminator Aliens from the Deep." That sounds amazing. That
1: does sound absolutely amazing.
0: Um, and for some reason, that makes Liz feel extra romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sounds sounds romantic, sure. So she decides to write him a poem when they get off the phone. When she reads it back, she gasps at how romantic and emotional it sounds, and she thinks he'll be touched. I think a 12-year-old boy would run a mile. Kind uh, yeah, of thing, it's, it's, it's pretty
1: full on, isn't it? it? It's pretty full on.
0: So at lunch the next day, Lila's eating with the unicorns. She'd been manning the chair uh, sign-up table all morning. Um, she doesn't want to miss Jake when he comes to request a chair for her. It's like he's not going to do that with you. How awkward would
1: it be to request a cheer for someone? I know.
0: If he's going to do it. By
1: someone? Can you give yourself a cheer?
0: (laughs) If he's going to do it, he's going to wait until she's not there to ask for it. Yeah. Um, And Jessica asks her if Aaron's requested one for her yet, but he sadly hasn't. Not yet. But then Jake approaches the table.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Lila's heart starts pounding. Her hands are clammy. Hi, Lila he says in his fabulous husky voice.
1: Oh boy. Lila can feel butterflies as he starts to talk to her.
0: He leans in close. He tells her he wants to order a $4 cheer.
1: A special cheer. That's the top tier of cheering.
0: Mm. The cheer is for... Drum roll, please. Dog kicker. Dog kicker Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke Dennis. There's 90 books on now, she made me I know, short. I'm
1: never going to get over that. Never going to let go. No.
0: And Tamara, Tamara had already started writing Lila's name I on know. the order for I know, she form. started writing it and had to cross <laughs> so she it out. Oh, oh shit, I'll quickly cross this out.
1: Apparently Jessica gasps audibly.
0: <laughs> but in true Ida style, she tells herself that she's a fowler, a unicorn and a booster. And she's got an image to maintain. Yes. So yeah. she keeps it together. And then Jake says he wants the Tiara to mention so uh, Brooke's dimples, that she likes peanut buttercups.
1: And loves kicking dogs.
0: And to call her Snooky.
1: Yeah, this sounds like it's going to be a brilliant cheer. I really want to hear we it. We don't get to hear this. I know, whole, anyway. I was disappointed.
0: When he's gone, Lila says to the girls, Thank God. After I dumped him last week, I thought he'd never speak to me again. I'm glad he's picking himself up and moving on. Yeah. Dating someone else will help him put the pieces of his life back together.
1: So. Yeah, Jess, like, logically listening to this, is like, Lila, why did you split up? Yeah. And Lila, of course, panics.
0: So she says, because of Grey.
1: Grey Williams.
0: She tells him that she met Grey Williams in the street last weekend.
1: In the street?
0: Yeah. His skateboard was rolling towards her and she stopped it with her foot. He's in the 8th grade. Apparently she wanted to say ninth, but she thought that wouldn't be believable pushing enough. it too far. Yeah, she yeah. thought it'd be too far. He goes to the exclusive Lovett Academy. Now, you won't know this, but I'm very impressed with the continuity here.
1: Oh, good. Okay, tell me. Lovett
0: Academy appears in Suit Valley High. Right. And it's where Todd goes when his uh, parents get rich. I knew I'd he heard it before. School.
1: You've mentioned it to me before. I knew yeah. I'd read it or it's heard mentioned, it
0: somewhere. It's mentioned other times as well. It's, you know, basically the... The go-to posh private school. In, sure. Uh, in Sweet Valley. It's
1: the San Francisco of schools.
0: Yeah. So I'm very impressed with that. Um and uh he's got dark wavy hair with a touch of reddish gold. His eyes are a deep green like the leaves in a forest. That sounds makes him sound evil. Yeah. Um, Janet starts clutching her chest like she's about to explode. <laughs> and calm down. And and Grace gushes that he sounds like a movie star. And Lila shrugs and says, yeah, I guess he does sound like a male model or something.
1: Lila actually has a moment where she thinks she's gone too far. But she looks around and she can see everyone, including Jessica, is just buying it. And she's like, okay. Everyone's like losing their shit. Thank God, yeah.
0: Um, And Lila says the next day they'd gone for ice cream at Casey's and he'd ordered a coffee Heath Bar Crunch.
1: Yes, now apparently as far as janet's concerned mm. coffee is the most grown-up flavor yeah so she's amazingly impressed and apparently this is why lila said mm. the coffee uh the coffee heath crunch cone because <laughs> she knew that that would impress Impresses Janet. stuff yeah
0: but then he'd threaten to do something drastic if lila didn't break up with jake immediately He sounds like a psycho. psycho. Yeah, Yeah. like do like what? Like beat him up, kill himself? What what is he threatening here? Yeah. Um, But no one finds this this strange, and they think it's really romantic. So, everyone's really impressed.
1: And um, I said to you earlier, before we started this podcast, that the other name for this book should be "Jessica ruins everything for Lila" without actually meaning (laughs) to. You know, she literally throughout this book, Jessica ruins Lila's life. Without even intending to. Normally, it's kind of intentional with Jess. Everyone in this book, the unicorns, Jessica, they're all being really lovely for most of this book. Mm -hmm. And it's causing a nightmare for Lila. The
0: unicorns are surprisingly nice and supportive of one another in this book. They are.
1: No backstabbing, I was shocked. It just backfires on Lila every time. Mm. But of course, everyone's so impressed that Jess obviously says, oh, I can't wait to meet him at the dance. Yeah. And, of course, Lila immediately panics. She hadn't thought that making up this boyfriend might have to lead to her yeah, like producing a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: We cut to the Sixers' office. Elizabeth's printed off her poem in fancy script lettering. And she's decided it'll be more romantic if it's anonymous.
1: Yeah, well, let's uh, hope you are happy to live with the consequences mm-hmm. of that throughout this book, list. So she
0: seals the envelope with a kiss and she sneaks it into Todd's locker. <gasps>
1: My goodness.
0: She wonders if he'll mention it at the movies later. Maybe they'll hold hands, share a drink with two straws. Maybe he'll even kiss her.
1: Yeah, apparently this the I thought of know. this makes her spine tingle. You'd
0: probably be too busy watching the ama- amazing sounding film. Yeah, I
1: would be. You know, yeah. I'd be a hundred percent focused on that.
0: Um So after the final bout, Todd finds the poem.
1: Yes, he does.
0: And we get to read it. So are you ready for this?
1: I am 100% ready for this.
0: This is a lot. It says, Dear Todd, I've often wished that I could show how you pierce my heart with Cupid's bow, but we've been friends for far too long for you to buy my siren song. Oh, Todd, so deep your eyes are brown. I pray I see our friendships grown. That doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) (laughs) I pray I see your understanding for the love my heart's commanding. On this, the Feast of Valentine, please say your heart feels just like mine with wings of air. I look ahead toward a joy with a day with joys unsaid, and then I know we two won't part because I've given you my heart with love from question mark oh boy that that was an intense poem, so <laughs> Todd reads this like he he looks at it and he's
1: like immediately thinks this must be from Liz hmm. then he reads all of that, and he's like. But Liz doesn't write like this, so it can't be Liz. It's like, Todd, it's clearly a love poem. Like, like Todd. she doesn't always write in rhyme. And who ever- else
0: in the school could create such a masterpiece? Come on. Yeah,
1: but I like Todd's so stupid that he can't get the concept that mm-hmm. it's written in a different style. He's yeah. like, no, no, it must be written like a Sixers column. Otherwise, it can't be Liz.
0: So he immediately assumes he must have a secret admirer.
1: Uh Yes, indeed.
0: Saturday morning at Fowler Crest, um, Lila decides that on Tuesday she'll just tell the unicorn she broke up with Grey. Yeah, problem solved. Um, she's going to start
1: pl- <laughs> She's going to start planting the seeds on, uh, on Monday mm. and then by Tuesday they'll be done.
0: And she says she'll just go to the dance alone. I thought that was unacceptable, Lila. It
1: was, uh, it was unacceptable and she was the one that made a point of bringing it she up. She was. Yeah.
0: The housekeeper, Mrs Purvis, comes in and she asks Lila to put some flowers she's holding in some water. Um, the gardener, Mr. Pratt, has hurt his back and she needs to take him home. Lila reluctantly agrees. Um I'm surprised she's been asked to do something by the I help, was very surprised honest. she was asked to do something.
1: <laughs> but Mrs. Purvis seems to be like um like Eva in Sweet Valley High. Yeah, she's, she's kind tough. of like a motherly figure to yeah.
0: her. Yeah. Um and Lila even asks if Mr. Pratt is okay, because her father told her that good employers make good employees. Yeah, there it's you like, go. Lila, you're not the employer here, though. No, (laughs) no, I guess she's
1: she's like, well, you know.
0: Um, Janet, Tamara, Jess and Ellen arrive. And they, of course, assume the flowers are from Grey.
1: And of course, Lila just lies and goes along with it.
0: Mm -hmm. She
1: could have just said at this point, no, these aren't actually from Grey.
0: So uh, cut to Todd and Liz. They're at the dog house, which is a hot dog place in the mall, having lunch. He still hasn't mentioned the poem or tried anything romantic with her. Um
1: No, in fact he's barely looking <clears> at her.
0: Yeah. She's eating a sled dog and he's eating a French poodle. Yeah. These don't sound appetizing. Mm. So, yeah, he's been acting weird all morning and she thinks the poem must have overwhelmed him.
1: Overwhelmed Todd and his brain. He could have
0: overwhelmed me. Yeah, it, I, I, I think you're
1: right. For a 12-year-old, <laughs> it would probably overwhelm them.
0: Yeah. She chats about the film and she says her favourite bit was when the aliens pretended to be trick-or-treaters to get into a sorority party. This film I amazing. I need to hear more about this film. Yep. Um, that They should have made just written a book about this film. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, The unicorns are uh, babies on the other side of the mile. Yes. They're looking Uh, for dresses to wear to the dance.
1: They are indeed. And, um... Lila can't really find anything because she's too distracted by her problem of the, uh... made-up grey. Yes, the web of Uh, lies. Janet's found something,
0: though. She's found a crinkled mini-dress covered in sunflowers, which she says is totally hot. And Jessica's picked out a cream mini-dress with a floral print. Um... So Jessica shows Lila a black velvet bodysuit with some bell bottoms attached. (laughs) Yeah, and she says, oh, I thought this would be perfect
1: for you. And Lila loves it.
0: Yeah, she thinks everyone else will be wearing dresses and only I could pull off such a dramatic outfit. (laughs) Um, But it's very expensive.
1: Yeah, she worries about the cost of the dress, but she looks around at her fellow unicorns who look like really impressed by it. Mm. And she's like, I'll just have to pay for it.
0: She just pulls out Daddy's credit card. Yeah um meanwhile liz and todd are in book village yeah liz is buying a mystery novel of course um, it's the latest amanda howard mystery of course it's amanda howard she just churns these books out, like, doesn't she She does
1: she does indeed although that is um, like
0: another another author. book series we could name yeah
1: maybe <laughs> maybe um she i think
0: looked... that's how it was back then yeah i think it was I, I think it
1: was a lot of you used to get a lot of series <clears> it were just monthly
0: babysitter sweet dreams sweet valley yeah um but but nowadays even Goosebumps be, was pretty regular. Yeah, and stuff like that. I think that might be monthly as well. Yeah, but like nowadays you get sort of Harry Potter and things, and it's like one a year. Yeah, I mean yeah. I don't know much about young adult books nowadays, but they don't seem to be as uh, as um, churned out yeah. as uh,
1: back in our day.
0: Yeah, they take a bit more time on them. So Liz is at the till
1: paying for the uh, the mystery novel, and mm. um, she looks over at Todd, who is apparently pretending to look at baseball calendars but she can tell that what he's really doing is just staring at girls
0: yeah she's shocked and she thinks it's a good job she's so secure yeah well we'll see how
1: secure you are as this book continues
0: so she thinks, well, you know, I'll just let that one slide, you know. But then outside they bump into the unicorns. He starts perving over them as well.
1: Yeah, apparently he starts looking at them like he'd never seen them before. And
0: every girl that walks past. Yeah. Liz brings up the dance and he looks uncomfortable and he says, oh, I've, I've got to go home and do a thing. And then he runs away. <laughs> Something
1: for my uh, mum. And then literally runs away. But
0: he's gone home to have a wank.
1: <laughs> well, well, we will get to that later. <laughs> what,
0: him having? What?
1: what? We'll get to something later that I was. Uh, we'll get to it, don't worry.
0: Okay. That doesn't happen, though. No, as far it, as no know. It, it
1: doesn't happen.
0: But he seems pretty horny right now. Yeah, he does seem pretty horny. Um, But Elizabeth thinks, well, he must be acting weird because he feels unworthy of my poem.
1: I love that this (laughs) is where her brain goes. Mm -hmm. She's like, my poem was so good that it's blown his mind. How can
0: he possibly be worthy of me? Yeah, yeah. And she thinks he must have gone to buy me something nice so he can measure up to me, like flowers. Or maybe he'll even write me a poem back.
1: Yeah, so now she's convinced and she's happy with herself. She's convinced herself that everything's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. When suddenly aaron dallas approaches her Hmm. he wants to talk to her but he needs to talk to her somewhere where jessica can't see them
0: she thinks this is really weird um it's like, well, not really. It's obviously about a I surprise was gonna, for Jessica. Like,
1: it's obvious what's like, going on. He doesn't
0: want to have an affair with you, Liz.
1: Yeah, I know. You know? Her ego I in know. this book, honestly. She
0: acts like he does, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. And, she and it is
1: like, it's really obvious what he's going to ask you. Yeah. Clearly obvious. Yeah. It's days from Valentine's. Come on.
0: <sighs> so it's called on Monday. Linus says she spent the weekend watching TV with Grey. At least make up an interesting lie. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, just, we just watch TV come on like say you went for a meal or something um and poor ellen she really wants lila to fix her up with one of gray's oh, friends i feel really bad for ellen in this I know. book she's like lila do you think gray's got any friends yeah <laughs> um, and lila actually feels bad as well i know
1: even lila's like oh
0: we cut to the library elizabeth's telling amy all about todd's strange behavior and she says, now she knows how Juliet felt when she told Romeo she wanted to marry him. It's like, yeah, this is the same. <laughs> this is exactly the same as that, yeah. And Amy says, do you want to marry Todd? And she says, good grief, no. <laughs> wow.
1: Um, yeah, apparently he's not phoned or contacted her since running away in the library. And uh, they saw each other that morning and he was barely spoke to her. So. Hmm. But then to Liz's shock, she looks up and she sees Todd and he walks to a quiet part of the library and beckons her over. Mm. This is it. It's gonna happen.
0: So she thinks he's gonna ask her to the dance. Yep. She's already practiced her response in the mirror. Um she's going to say I love yeah.
1: this I love that she's so sure yeah. that she practised her saying yes in a mirror. She's going
0: to say, yes, Todd, I really like that. She thinks it was a It was um, an enthusiastic, but not phony response. It's like, it's literally phony. You've rehearsed it. It's it's phony phony by definition. Yeah. Yeah. But he tells her four days before Valentine's Day that he wants to call things off and see other people.
1: Liz cannot fucking believe it. And to be honest, neither could I. This is is pretty awful. Um, And um, yeah, she even says, I can't believe you're doing this like days before Valentine's Day um but then so liz thinks that her poem has gone too far and scared him off basically by giving him the impression that she's love mad because this you know this poem was so crazy um but to liz's credit she she says to him fine we're split up have a good valentine's day and just Mm -hmm. walks back to amy
0: Then we get Todd's dickish in a monologue. This is unbelievable. Todd is is unbelievable in this This is when I got really angry at Todd. I
1: knew knew it was this moment because we'd had the conversation and I was reading it and I was like, this was the point. Yeah, I was saying to you, I'm so mad
0: at Todd. Yeah. So he feels bad for upsetting her and he thinks she is pretty, but his secret admirer might be prettier. She Um, might
1: not be though.
0: And he thinks he should give her a chance to have a piece of him as well. Jesus. Um... So, yeah, he's basically like, you know, everyone deserves a bit of the Todd.
1: Yeah, he sounds like Bruce. I know. He really sounds like Bruce here.
0: Um, And then he spends all morning staring at all the girls like a lunatic, trying to work out who his his admirer is.
1: And the thing that gets me is that he's convinced that whoever it is... They're going to be a better suit for him than Liz, hmm. and he's like, "You don't know that. It could be someone you really dislike or don't go on with at all." He's like, assumes it's going to be someone amazing and it's going to be better he's than Liz. In this book, he's awful.
0: I hate Todd in this book. It's going to take a, a, a few months for me to get over this. To be honest, I don't know if, if, ever, if, I don't I know if ever. I don't know if I can get over this.
1: I have long said. In my opinion, Ken is the only good one in Sweet yeah. Valley. And I'm glad to say so far, that continues to be yes. true. So,
0: At lunchtime, Todd goes to do his hair and check for zits. Because it's important to look his best right now. I just, just
1: imagine this dickhead walking around school, just eyeing eyeing up all the girls. I like, know. oh yeah, it's you, right? It's you, right?
0: He spends the rest of the day staring intensely at girls again. <laughs> to quote, give them all a chance. But he thinks maybe his admirer knows that he's dating Elizabeth. So when she finds out they've split up, that won't be a problem anymore.
1: Yeah, he thinks by lunchtime he'll be swarmed by girls. It's
0: nice to refer to Elizabeth as a problem. A problem, yeah. Yeah. Um back to the booster sign up table, Aaron comes over to see Jessica. But she's frustrated when he doesn't order her chair. And it's like again, he's not gonna do it in front of her. How you, shit is he? would that be
1: if he came up and I ordered know. it from her?
0: Yeah. And then the boosters troop in and they perform a cheer for Ju- for Julie.
1: Yeah, she gets a personalised cheer and she cannot believe it. Um, are you going to read it out?
0: I am, yes. Okay. Sorry, my chair is really creaky. Okay. You may hear some creaks. It's, it's actually
1: my chair. It's my fault.
0: Every time I reach for the book, my chair creaks. Um, so the chair says, You know you are a sweetheart. I really think you're keen. I hate it when we're apart. Julie Porter, don't be mean. Be my valentine. Yay. I love the... Everyone ends with yay.
1: I, I love that your your Valentine's cheer. You you had such little confidence that you had to put don't be mean in your cheer. <laughs> Please don't be mean. Um Jess thinks, you know, she comments to Winston, Oh, that was really cute. I thought it was really <coughs> cute. And Winston tells her she's not he's not the only one being cute. Yeah. Because Todd being cute too. He's split up with Liz. Hmm.
0: Jess. he says it's tacky yeah he does yeah he thinks tacky the uh, the chair is tacky oh no Not sorry he the thinks, cheer, no oh, he todd. thinks todd's been tacky i think he's been more than tacky tacky todd but yeah In Jess
1: cannot fucking believe it mm. she uh i like it during this book jess always thinks of todd as a bore yeah it's like oh, i can't believe that that bore of a boyfriend todd split up with someone like liz
0: yeah, and then she spots Liz sitting with Aaron, who's whispering something in her ear.
1: Yeah, she is briefly jealous, uh, but then Scott joins her. So he he he's kinda she's kinda like, Oh, okay, I guess people are just trying to make her feel better and they're just talking yeah. to
0: her. Um and she hopes that jerk Todd sees. Yeah. On Monday morning, Mr. Bowman's read the Love Grams, um, and he's a bit shocked. He says to Liz, he had no idea they'd be so passionate. It's almost shocking.
1: We need to point out, whilst Mr. Bowman's saying all of this, according to the book, Liz is just smugly smiling like a complete Yeah, she's complete really pleased twat. with herself. Yeah.
0: And then she goes off into a Jessica-style daydream. I know there's
1: a lot of daydreams in this book. Another reason I love this book.
0: Hmm. So uh, we've got... Uh, I'm going to read the daydream Elizabeth pictured herself living alone in some little cottage somewhere. It had a white picket fence and a climbing rose reaching up one wall. Inside, in a small feminine light-filled study, Elizabeth saw herself writing her romantic poetry. A large furry cat sat at her feet, washing its paw. Various awards and glowing book reviews were framed on the walls. That's me, Elizabeth thought, somewhat sadly. I'll just be an old maid with a cat, writing my love poems to no one. Everyone will think I'm the most romantic woman alive, but they won't know that I'm a complete failure at relationships. It'll be my secret.
1: Two things that occurred to me from, uh, from this daydream. One... Even in her like even in her depressed uh thoughts, Liz is still a massively talented writer who's gonna <laughs> be like world yeah. famous for something. And two, I love the idea that she's gonna end up a single old lady living with cats because Todd split up with her when she was twelve.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Lila's glad to get home at the end of the day. Oh yeah. The unicorns are pestering her about grey all day. Um, yeah, they've
1: been showing an interest in her boyfriend. Yeah. How awful of them.
0: She's decided she has to find a real day ASAP so she can tell them that she's dumped Grey.
1: Yeah. Her day gets even worse, though, when she realises that it's Miss uh, Mrs. Purvis's day mm. off. So uh, she hasn't got her after school snack
0: prepared. She's going to have to make it herself. I don't need this today, she thought. <laughs> and she loaded a tray with cookies and an apple. Oh, the hardship. Yeah. I can no, we there's say there's nobody here to put this these food on this tray for me.
1: Lila's inner don uh, uh, Lila's inner monologue in this book is <laughs> so good.
0: It is. Um and then Jessica phones and asks her to go to the mall and she actually she doesn't even want to go do go to the mall. She's no. She's so depressed. She just wants to stay home alone. Um and then a call comes through on the other line. It's her father. He's asking her to take some steaks out of the freezer. Why is everyone ordering Lila around? In this I know. And,
1: and Lila's We're takes the slaves. it a lot.
0: Lila takes it a lot. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess she's going to listen to her dad.
0: But when she goes back to Jessica on the other line, she lies and says, That was grey. I've got to go because he's coming round. Yeah. And then she heads out to the pool with her snack tray.
1: But then, suddenly, she falls and she screams, I. <laughs> That's literally how it's written. In the your lilac impression. That's my lilac impression. That's how it's written.
0: Her snacks go everywhere. A boy in ragged clothes rushes over and tries to help her up. <laughs> Get off me, you twit! This is a private estate, she says. <laughs> <laughs> twit. He tells he tells her he's Justin Pratt. He's the gardener's grandson.
1: So he's not a twit. He's a prat.
0: And he's a. <laughs> And he's helping out with his grandfather, while well, his grandfather's back gets better. She's disgusted at the leaves in his hair and the dirt on his clothes. It's like, Yeah, he looks like a gardener, He's Lila. a gardener,
1: <laughs> Lila. Um, but then, of course, she realises what she tripped over.
0: Mm. A rake is lying in her path. I could have killed myself, she cried. How dare you leave such a dangerous object lying around? Do you know who I am? Do you know what would have happened to you if I died? My father would have killed you. He'd stick your head on a post in the middle of the lawn for everyone to see.
1: Imagine if that actually happened. Oh my
0: God. That's my favourite bit. <laughs> that brilliant. bit.
1: Get off me, you twit, was uh, one of my favourite moments of this book.
0: <laughs> so he apologises and he tries to pick up her cookies and put them back on the plate, which yeah, infuriates like, Forget her even the more. cookies! She starts stamping her feet.
1: <laughs> she tells him to go and get the soda that's under the yeah. chair um, and he kind of dutifully heads over there um and she just watches him in pure disgust
0: yeah and then she storms off and he thinks what a girl
1: i know he's like he's like oh my god she's pretty angry <clears throat> but she's so gorgeous and unlike <laughs> all of the girls at love it academy so yeah because yeah. the girls at love it academy probably treat you like a human being
0: i doubt it. it's a snobby school that's true They're probably exactly the same as lila mm. But uh we find out, yeah, that he does go to Lovett Academy on a scholarship.
1: Yeah. And he
0: admires Lila's spark, her fire, her spirit. And he thinks, Lila with the flashing eyes. <laughs> um and he thinks she can't possibly be the obnoxious snip of a girl that his grandfather had warned him about. You've just She's had fantastic. evidence of that. You've literally just yeah. had evidence of that. She called you a twit. <laughs> so cut to the Wakefields. Bruce Patman is on the phone for Elizabeth.
1: Liz cannot believe it, and she actually calls Jess over while while on the phone. Mm. Um, she kind of like beckons to him.
0: Bruce says he heard Todd Wilkins had cut her loose, and luckily for her, he's still available if she needs a date for the dance. He actually says, "This is your chance, Liz. Go for it."
1: I know, and then um, she says she's like, I- "I'm really not sure," and Bruce is like. I'll give you twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. It's an exclusive deal. The clock is ticking.
0: <laughs> He's um, such an asshole. Jessica's listening in, and she's she's giggling. Yeah, she's so like obviously laughing something's into changed here. Yeah, I because know. Because at the moment when we were reading it, she would have been devastated if Bruce had asked Liz out.
1: She would have wanted. Well, in, I think in the books we're reading for twins, she would have wanted Bruce rather than Aaron yeah. to ask her out. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So
0: something's gone down. Yeah. Um. And Jessica wants Todd to know, but Liz swears her to secrecy. And Jessica thinks Todd's girl watching is disgusting. She's right. She is. Ten minutes later, Aaron calls.
1: Oh. But he doesn't and want to speak uh, to Jessica, does he? Je- Jessica punches the air with excitement when Aww. she hears that it's Aaron. But then Steven says, yeah, it's actually for Liz.
0: Oh, my God. And she hears Liz saying, no, Aaron, I don't think that's a good idea. Can you Liz... imagine
1: what kind of cheer he's
0: coming up with or what Love Grammy's mm, trying to write? Yeah. Because she's like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Spoilers. I want to know what it was though. And then Liz hands her the phone and Aaron says he's got something to ask her. And Jess is like, oh my god, he's gonna ask me, he's gonna ask me. And then he comes out with it. Will she tape Lifeguard Central for him while he's at his grandmother's house?
1: <laughs> I want to watch Love Lifeguard Central. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Um is that an actual show, guys? Maybe it is. Yeah, Let us know. I don't know. Because if it is, I will look it up. <laughs> um, yeah, he says... Uh, he does, though. He does end... You know, she agrees because she's like, oh, I guess I still want to impress him. So, yeah, sure. Sure, Aaron, I'll do that. Um, and he does then say, you look nice today and your pink sweater suited you.
0: Hmm. Um. So then she suspiciously asks Elizabeth what he wanted with her. And Liz says, he just wanted to borrow some geography notes.
1: Yeah, but Jess is sure that she's lying.
0: Mm -hmm. And she tells Liz, uh, she says, did he ask you to the dance? And Liz is like, don't be silly. And then
1: Jess is clearly upset. So Liz offers Jess to take Bruce. She's like, well, you could just take Bruce. We're identical twins. (laughs) So he won't know the difference.
0: And then we cut to Todd. Todd.
1: Yeah, he's convinced.
0: Absolutely convinced. 100% no doubt it's Brooke Dennis. Mm-hmm. Because she'd ask him to borrow 15 cents at the bus stop. And he thinks a girl doesn't just borrow money from anyone. Yeah. What she does if she wants to get on the bus. She though. does if she wants to catch the bus. Um, but also, he bumped into her earlier. And when he would apologised, she said no problem.
1: Yeah. And she gave him a look that said, quote, I don't mind you bumping into me, Todd. Mm.
0: He thinks bumping into people is kind of like hugging, after all. It's not. No, it's not,
1: is it? It's absolutely not, Todd.
0: So he approaches Brooke and he says, So, do you always write love notes or am I a special case? I'd love... a special case, all right.
1: Yeah, I I would love to see Brooke's face during this moment. By the way, like... Brooke now, at this point, she's been softened. We've come a long way from the Brooke Dennis in in the book she was Mm. introduced in. I would love to have seen that Brooke Dennis be approached by Todd like this. She would have ripped him a new one.
0: He touches her shoulder and says, look, Brooke, we don't have to play games. I know you like me. I won't make you say it. Just tell me what time to pick you up. And Brooke is
1: actually way nicer than she needs to be here.
0: Yeah, he's an obnoxious jerk.
1: Yeah, she's just like, oh, I'm sorry, Todd, but I'm already going with Jake Hamilton.
0: Yeah, and he realises with horror that he's wrong. Yeah. Meanwhile, the unicorns are at the mall looking for outfits again.
1: I can't believe how many times they keep going back to, to, to get outfits and bits of uh, items of clothing for this dance. <laughs> like, just go once and get what you need.
0: Uh, you clearly have not been a teenage girl. Well, I hope you haven't. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah, that's what teenage girls are like. In fact, okay. that's what women are like. Yeah, fair enough. A fair lot enough. Of the time. Some of us anyway. You know
1: what I'm like when I go shopping. I'm like, I know yeah. what I need. I'm going and I'm You know I'm what gone. I'm like when I go shopping. I do indeed.
0: Um, Jessica's really excited because cool band, Walled Temple, are playing at the dance.
1: They're an eighth grade band. Mm.
0: What do you think of the name, Walled Temple. Don't I like
1: it. I like it. It's it's certainly better than West End. It is better than West End. Uh, it's not as good as the Droids. It's a bit of a
0: strange name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, sounds like some kind of like psychedelic like I trip hop band. Yeah, it is a bit
1: like psychedelic for sure.
0: <laughs> and they start asking about Gray again. Lila feels bad.
1: Yeah, Lila's like, oh, you know, he's he's really tall and he's wonderful and all of that
0: then they had to spuds and stuff in for some food well i like stuffing stuffing i like spuds that uh,
1: whilst there lila has three pairs of shoes and she can't decide which ones she wants to wear so she just buys all three of
0: course um and yeah spuds and stuffing which is a jacket potato shop i'm guessing. Um, or baked potato shop. The shop hurt. names are really good in this. book They
1: are fantastic. I'm getting a real clear picture of this mall, and I really yeah, like me. it. Does it yeah.
0: look like the mall from Mall Madness in your head? It does. Yeah, it does to me as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Lila spots a cute guy in the queue, so she starts flipping her hair, and she actually winks at him. <laughs> yeah, cheeky. And then when she sits down and tucks into her curly fries, he comes over and um, he asks her out in front of everyone.
1: I absolutely loved this moment. This made me laugh out loud. So, Lila sees this guy and she's like, he's perfect. This will be perfect. This will be fine. This will work out great. And uh, he comes over. He actually asks her out and she's like, oh my God, a real boyfriend to get me out of this mess. Like, I'm saved because I could say this guy's even cuter than Grey. So Mm -hmm. I can get rid of Grey. He comes over and... Jess ruins it completely. He comes up, he asks her out, and Jess says, Lila's already got a date. And then Janet gets involved and basically just tells him to fuck off.
0: (laughs) They are genuinely trying to help They are, I know. But obviously from
1: Lila's perspective, she thinks she's been saved. And it's like, oh, no.
0: And then we cut to Wednesday. Melissa's ordered a love gram. But she thinks that what Liz has written is a little bit over the top. Maybe. But Liz won't listen to her, and she gets really pushy.
1: She put, yeah, she pressures her into into just mm. accepting this this drivel that she's written. And she's
0: all the time she's feeling smug about being so helpful. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lila's on the way to school in her father's limo. It's time for her breakup with Gray.
1: Yes. Apparently, earlier this morning, she looked at herself <laughs> in the mirror and was pleased that she looked so awful.
0: Yeah, she's put pale powder all over her face and. She's she's brought. A you're better look. You're
1: better look like you've been split up with. Not that you're dead.
0: <laughs> and um, the best thing is, she's brought a bag of onions to school in a bag. I,
1: I love the idea of this.
0: <laughs> um, and then when she gets to school, she takes them out and she inhales inside the bag, <laughs> so her eyes water. Um and she walks around with the onions in her bag all day. Oh God! And can thinks, you imagine? Uh, she thinks, "Oh, I hope nobody will smell them." It's like they probably will. Yeah,
1: you probably stink, stink of onion right as now. Surprised,
0: like you know, the unicorns wanted you around them. She's like going up to them, like Grace Blower with me, and they're probably like, you, Nilo, stink. you stink." <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. Um, and well, when she does see the unicorns, they tell her how awful she looks. It's like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. But she says she broke up with Gray. And when they ask why, she realises she's forgotten to come up with a reason.
1: Yeah, I love that she's gone to all this effort but hasn't considered it. Lila would
0: not come up with such a shoddy plan. No, no. I don't believe it. So she makes up something on the spot. She tells them that she forgot his birthday. Yeah. That is a shit lie.
1: Yeah, it's a crap lie.
0: And then we cut to Todd in Science. He's now sure that Maria Slater is his admirer. Because she smiled at him and she passed him a Bunsen burner.
1: That means she is madly in love with him. Mm-hmm.
0: He thinks she's probably been struggling with her feelings for a long time because she's Elizabeth's friend. And he hopes it won't ruin their friendship. But he thinks um, they'll just have to work out between themselves. I hope Liz doesn't fight for me. What fucking jerk.
1: So, in the middle of chemistry, he shouts across the class to her, Hey, Maria! And she just looks back, she's like, she's like, you know, they're all wearing their goggles and mm-hmm. stuff, which is really awkward. And She just looks up, she's like, hey, Todd. And then there's just this awkward silence where she's mm-hmm. waiting for him to say something.
0: But then he does go over to her because uh, he notices the figures that she's written down for the experiment they're doing aren't the same as his. Yeah. And he thinks, oh, she's probably got them wrong because she's so distracted by me. Of course. <laughs> it's like, don't consider that your figures might be wrong. No um he got the fucking arrogance
1: i know i can't believe him in this book i really can't
0: uh and he says to her look i feel the same way if you want want to go to the dance with me that's cool <laughs> uh, wrong again sh- jerk
1: yeah she's like not getting this at all and he's like you know the note
0: <laughs> and yeah she says she already has a date
1: yeah and todd feels like an idiot which Good. he should
0: After school, Lila spots the unicorns huddled around a large white box.
1: Yeah, she approaches and she asks what's in the box and they're quite like, Oh, nothing, Mm. nothing, nothing. And Lila says, look, I've had a really hard day um, and, you know, I've had enough without my friends turning against Mm. me. So they show her. Yeah. They were being really lovely.
0: They've got a birthday cake for Grey um, and they were going to hand deliver it to It Academy and tell them that it's from Lila. And Lila, them back together.
1: obviously Lila, cannot believe it. It's
0: actually a nice scheme. It's lovely.
1: Unicorns. It's maybe the the only nice scheme the unicorns they're have really ever nice
0: done. They're really nice in this
1: book. I know. Maybe things mellow out with the, maybe they with do, the unicorns yeah. later on. I don't know.
0: Um, maybe it's just because it's Valentine's. Yeah, maybe they're just in the, the sp- in the
1: spirit. Yeah.
0: So Lila panics and she says, well, actually, uh, me and Grey have already made up. So we should all just go back to my house and eat the cake ourselves.
1: Yeah, I love the idea that she's like, well, we won't give him it anyway. We'll yeah, just eat it's it still ourselves. His, it's still his birth, it still was his birthday. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, they all go back and eat uh, yeah, and a Yeah, and they all and... celebrate.
1: They're all happy that, that Lila's back with Grey.
0: But Jessica does have a question. Yes, she does. When did Lila make up with Grey? Because they've been in school all day.
1: And Lila freezes and everyone stops and looks at her. But then she remembers she was taken out of class during 7th period. Mm -hmm. So she makes out that that was Grey, who paged the school and got the school to take her out of class so that he could get back with her, which sounds exactly (laughs) like something that a school would do. Can you imagine if your school got a page from from your boyfriend to be like, oh, hey, can you go and take Paula out of class so that she can make up with me?
0: But yeah, they all they all think that's incredibly romantic. Oh yeah. When they're gone, Lily thinks her life has turned to mud.
1: Oh no. And
0: then she sees that annoying, quote, green eyed Jasper person. <laughs> Jasper.
1: What do you want? <laughs> He's
0: staring at her from behind a hedge. She snaps him to go away and then she storms angry into the house, slamming the door. And then she thinks to herself, This is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favourite bit she thinks to herself peasant how dare he (laughs) now
1: i've (laughs) joked i have made peasant jokes for many books yeah
0: i know i know and i can't believe she
1: actually said it in this book
0: i know oh my god the next day at school caroline tells todd she's been looking for him
1: all week and i love this todd i know Panics And he's like, oh, please don't be her. Please don't be her. Please, it says a no. chill
0: crept up the back of his neck. But it turns out she just wants to get the gossip about uh, him and Liz. Though. Yeah,
1: which was much more likely to be the situation.
0: And she also wants to tell him that Bruce had asked Liz to the dance.
1: Yeah, and Todd becomes furious about yeah. this. Yeah,
0: he starts clenching his fists. And he says, Elizabeth would never go with that stuck-up jerk. Um, and, and then <laughs> Caroline
1: on. just is like okay you don't have any information by
0: yeah <laughs> and like... todd thinks if if elizabeth goes with bruce he'd go to bed and stay there for a month with the covers pulled over his head <laughs> oh yeah that that'll show them both that'll todd. show them yeah yeah and then we cut to liz she's uh busy making more people feel uncomfortable
1: yeah this time is uh, mandy isn't it mandy yeah, miller yeah mandy
0: miller her love gram to peter Jeffries says be forever a hero mine does that make sense? I don't think it, it makes... Be old language. So yeah, maybe. Not too Maybe us
1: illiterate language. English people don't.
0: But she tells um, Liz, Man- Mandy says, look, we're not even going out together yet. But Liz says, it makes it sound like Peter is your knight and that you're a medieval princess.
1: Yeah. Um, and then she starts going on about like, oh, you know, maybe we should change it to be about Cupid and roses. Mm. And Mandy's like, I'm 12. Yeah. I just want him to think I'm nice. (laughs) She
0: says he's just a nice guy in my English class. Yeah. So Randy Mason comes over and takes over the sale. Um, Can we point out as well,
1: she's paying for this.
0: I know. Let her have what she wants. She's
1: actually paying for this. Just do what she wants.
0: And when she's gone, Randy tells Liz that people just aren't comfortable with all this mushiness. Yeah. And she says, I'm just trying to help people.
1: Yeah. So he tells her... That sometimes she seems to want other people to have the feelings that she has, but that's not always the case. That sums Liz up so well that she just projects everything from herself onto yeah. other people.
0: But she goes off to eat lunch with um, Aaron and Ken. Yes. She's getting around, does. isn't she? She is, yeah, she is, yeah. Apparently the guys have been all over her and the unicorns have noticed this. Yes,
1: Belinda points it out to Jess.
0: Mm. Three guys have asked Liz to the dance and she said no to all of them. Yeah. So Jessica concludes that she must she, be going with Aaron.
1: Jessica is sure she knows why, yeah. Mm.
0: Lila's also miserable after she'd yelled at the peasant yesterday. <laughs> she'd, she'd gone to her room and she watched him through the window just so imagine her just seething staring at him while he's working it says um it says he'd been raking leaves and she'd noticed that he was torn strong for some reason this made her even more irritated <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh i, I
0: hate these healthy <laughs> she decides to come clean to everybody about the lie with Grey. yeah yeah but she's interrupted by janet who's got some gossip Sarah Thomas has lied about her boyfriend's age. She said he was 14, but he's actually 12.
1: Oh my God. And then
0: they all go on about how pathetic this is. Yeah,
1: Jess is like, that's a stupid thing to lie about because you could so easily get caught up. Yeah. Uh, caught out. And t- yeah, Tamara's like, it's kind of pathetic to yeah. lie like
0: that. And they say, at least us unicorns are way too cool to lie. Yeah. So and completely. then, so they
1: have this conversation in front of Lila, and then Janet turns around and she's like, what were you going to say, Lila? Yeah. And Lila's, Lila's like, like oh, uh, nothing. Nothing.
0: <laughs> And then we're at the day before the dance, time's ticking down, and Todd is still trying to work out who wrote the poem. He's also noticed that guys are all over Liz, but he thinks, fine, I don't want her to feel lonely. <laughs> and then he spots Sophia Rizzo smiling at him, and he thinks, is she the one?
1: She's the one. Here it is.
0: And then he feels annoyed that she's kept him in uh, suspense for so long, but thinks, oh, well, she's crazy about me, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't kill me to be nice to her. yeah um and then he realizes she was actually smiling at patrick morris yeah he He brushes past him him. (laughs) yeah and they head off together hand in hand
1: they head off to casey's and todd is left in the hallway on his own feeling like a
0: fucking prick
1: yeah well he is so
0: after school elizabeth tells alice that she might give the dance a miss
1: Yes, and Jess angrily says that she won't be uh, going because uh, Aaron is clearly going with someone else. Mm.
0: And she calls Liz's boyfriend stealer. And then she stomps upstairs and she calls Mandy to rant about Liz and Aaron. Yeah, she, she is like... She is furious. Absolutely
1: furious. Um, she says
0: the dirty, stinking rat deserves to be exposed in the cafeteria tomorrow. Oh my God. And to make things worse, she's going to wear her denim miniskirt. So he'll be extra sorry.
1: Yeah, apparently is her, like, best outfit. She asks Mandy, like, what do you think my best outfit is? She's like, oh, yeah, What's the denim mini. my best outfit
0: to, to humiliate somebody in front of the whole yeah. school? Yeah, Definitely the denim mini. Uh, and then we cut to Lila. She, Lila is sat in her formal, Eng, formal English rose garden Oh, on a bench crying. Must and have a good gardener to maintain she had, that. Yeah, she had to walk through the fruit orchard to get there, apparently.
1: Oh, it's such a tough um, life.
0: And she thinks that she must leave town and join the witness relocation program. She'll dye her hair, get colored contacts and start all over again. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Justin comes over and he's concerned.
1: Uh, yeah, he, 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 you know, <clears throat> she, he comes over concerned. She just <laughs> turns around. And it's like, go plant something. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's like, she's like, uh, oh, just go away. Jason or Judith, John, Jasper, Philip, Randy, (laughs) Ronald. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Justin takes it pretty well and he's like, you know, just tell me what's wrong. And he's like, Mm. look, I'm not one of your friends. You can tell me anything. I don't even know your friends. Mm. Um, And so Lila does finally break down and she tells Justin everything. Yeah. Um, And she does actually find out that Justin is his name. And she she actually even says, Justin, right. (laughs) But she just clicks now what his actual name is.
0: So he's got an idea, and he's about to tell her what it is, but then Mrs Purvis calls him to look at her pea plants.
1: He could have said very briefly, but Mm. yeah, he runs
0: away. Well, Miss Purvis is very insistent, apparently. Apparently so. We get to Friday morning, and Mr Brayman tells Liz that a student has told him that she wasn't comfortable with her love gram, and she thinks she was pressured into sending one. There was a bit more romantic than she intended.
1: We read this book and we know for a fact she did pressure this person.
0: Liz is mortified when Mr. Bowman tells her not to be so pushy.
1: Yeah. This might be the only time we've seen someone actually tell Liz and put her in her place.
0: Uh, In maths class, Mrs. Wyler is off with appendicitis. And Lila thinks, How I lucky. wish I could get appendicitis. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but then, of course, it hits her. Mm. The perfect idea. Maybe she could have appendicitis.
0: Yeah, she can fake it. So we get to lunchtime in the cafeteria. The boosters are getting ready to perform the final cheergrams. And Jess is miserable about Liz and Aaron. Yeah. Tomorrow, and Janet, though, are exchanging knowing glances. Oh, boy. But Jessica decides right after the cheers, she's going to march over to Aaron and tell him off. And then she's going to throw a spice cake in Elizabeth's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> the boosters launch into the final cheers. And I have some of them here. Yes, Maria and Bruce, I think. Um, So. Uh, it's Sorry, Maria and Tim. Bruce wouldn't send it a... There's
1: a one for for Bruce afterwards, I think. Ah uh, yeah. So yeah.
0: this one is from Tim to Maria. It says Valentine's is here again. My love is here to stay. Maria Slater is my best friend forever and a day. Oh, that's Yay. cute.
1: That's a good one. Um, that's better than a love gram, isn't it? That's yeah. just really cute and nice. I like that.
0: And then uh <laughs> it says here, um Aaron's surrounded by a bunch of his friends laughing and joking around. You won't be laughing much longer, you two-timer. Jessica so angrily. <laughs> I remember in the 90s, everyone used to use the phrase two-timer. Two-timer, yeah, it was a thing. Um, then the next cheer says, Bruce, Bruce, you're my ideal. No other boy compares. If you believe my love is real, meet me behind the stairs. Oh, God. Oh, yeah? What are you going to do then? And it says, from anonymous, see you at 3.30. Um, And guess who sent it? I don't actually have that oh note. My you? God. Who did send it? I can't believe who sent this. Caroline Pierce.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: No wonder she wasn't after Todd. Yeah. So it's time for Lila to put her plan <laughs> this into is your motion. Part. This yeah. is my favourite we part. We were talking
0: about life. our favourite parts on, this morning. And this uh, I laughed out loud a couple this of times is while is this <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs>
1: whilst everyone stood around... She starts holding her sides. Lila, this is. Lila. And going, oh, oh. <laughs> and literally no one is paying attention to her. As Janet starts telling the crowd how much money they've made and everyone starts cheering. So again, Lila is like,
0: oh, oh. Um, <laughs> and she walks right into the middle of the cafeteria as well. Yeah, yeah
1: She's right now she's like right in the center <laughs> of the cafeteria.
0: Like, oh,
1: oh. And then <laughs> she uh, she's like, right, I'm going to count to three and then I'm just going to collapse. I'm just going to face plant the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just as she does it again, not meaning to, Jess ruins everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jessica starts marching towards Aaron, but then the boosters launch into one final chair. This she actually a manages
1: one. to shout, Aaron, I've got something to say to yeah. you just as they get in the way.
0: Um, and then this is the chair. Oh, Jessica, oh, Jessica, you make my heart beat fast. You've always been the twin for me, from first until the last. I love the way you chew your gum right in our science class. Around you I am never glum, nor even when you sass. Your long blonde hair is like the sun, your eyes are like the sky. With you I have terrific fun, I'd never make you cry. You take a joke just like a boy, you look just like a girl. I'll follow you to Illinois or all around the world. I can't compete with Johnny Buck. He sure gives me a blister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and now I find with just my luck, you think I like your sister. <laughs> but Jessica, you must believe there is no other one. I'd like to take you out tonight in order to have fun. Please say it'll be my date tonight. I'll bring you one red rose. There's no way I'll be late tonight or step up on your toes. Be my valentine, Jessica. Love, Aaron. That is, that is really good, actually.
1: It is really good. <laughs> I was just thinking, what, what cheer do you think he gets, Stephen, later on, thirty years later?
0: <laughs> so, uh, of course, Jessica tells him she would love to go to the dance with him, but he got that bloody fine, didn't he?
1: I mean, so close that I mean, it's literally like the day, the day before now, isn't mm, it? The yeah, the day before Valentine. She Valentine's.
0: could have found another date by
1: now. I know, I know. Um, especially someone in the unicorns, in the unicorns, because they're all about image. It's like
0: mm. I have to have someone um so lila resumes her fake appendicitis
1: yeah well she was about to face mm.
0: and she's decided
1: not to because she was curious what was going to
0: happen and she thinks she could be dying and nobody would notice oh and then she moans everything's gone black i think i have <laughs> a fever but then she just gives up and uh, thinks her career as a unicorn is over I can just imagine her just being like oh everything has gone black ah fuck it yeah whatever
1: <laughs> <laughs> just walk away yeah
0: walk away completely normally um, and then we cut to Jessica getting ready for the dance so of course it turned out that Liz was helping Aaron to plan the chair all along
1: yes Jess asks for forgiveness surprise. from Liz and Liz of course grants it mm-hmm. and then Jess says uh, you know Liz when are you going to start getting ready but uh, Liz of course says she's not going to go
0: Mm. but jessica convinces her to come as a third wheel with uh her and aaron for the night yeah
1: she says you know you you don't need um you don't need todd to to have fun um and i also like jess also says that uh the uh, dance wouldn't be any fun without her which sure is not would. true it's not yeah. true at all
0: so prick todd is sulking in his room And he decides that maybe his admirer needs the security of a crowd to reveal her identity. And then he's like, oh, I know. She must be waiting until the dance. She must be waiting until the dance to ask you to the dance. we would do that? Yeah. Well, while they're at the dance, will you go to the dance with me? Like, no, that's not.
1: No, because I'm already here on my own.
0: (laughs) Uh, But then he actually thinks straight for the first goddamn time in this whole book. And he thinks, yeah, I'm just kidding myself. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I've made a twat of myself three
1: times now.
0: And he decides that
1: he wants Elizabeth after all. So this is the point I was going to bring up. This is a quote. So um, he thinks about Liz and how no one could hold a candle to Liz. And he thinks that he, quote, threw her away like used Kleenex. Oh, there is literally no context in which that's not gross, <laughs> or any context.
0: So yeah, he thinks he's going to go and beg for her forgiveness,
1: and he should after yeah. the way he's treated her, and he should probably apologise to every girl he's met in the last yeah. week while every he's out. Every girl at has it. been
0: anywhere near, yeah. At Lina's house, she's faking illness to Mrs. Purvis. She's got a thermometer and she's pressed it against a light bulb.
1: I love this, Mrs. Doesn't Purvis. That shatter. I know, and then Mrs. Purvis comes back in mm-hmm. and she like takes her temperature and she's like, "Your temperature is like a million degrees. Yeah. Your brain should have exploded." She says, by "You need now. to get
0: to the hospital." I think Mrs. Purvis on to her. She knows. she knows full well because she's like, "Oh no, you might have the plague." <laughs> and then her father appears in the doorway, posing dramatically. Now he's got the outfit of the book. He on. does indeed. He's wearing a black tuxedo, a pink cummerbund covered in hearts, and a pink bow tie. It sounds
1: really good.
0: He's a chaperone for the dance. And also, Filer Enterprises are catering, and there's going to be seven different kinds of cookies.
1: Oh my god. It does sound amazing. And of course, this is uh, Sweet Valley Twins. This is before Mr. Collins is around to be the chaperone for absolutely everyone. (laughs) In fact, Mr. uh, Bowman... Yeah, I know. What about Mr. Collins? He's like their
0: equivalent of Mr. Collins, isn't he? Yeah. Apart from he's not got the good dress sense of Mr. Collins.
1: Or George Fowler. Because <laughs> this is a hell of an outfit.
0: It is. So George tells Diana that she has to come and he'll tell Richard to fire up the limo.
1: <laughs> fire up the limo.
0: Fire up the limo, Richard. <laughs> um, so she puts her bell bottoms and her bodysuit on. And she thinks, well, at least I look fantastic.
1: Yeah, she has that moment again where she looks in the mirror and she's like, I'm a fowler and fowlers <laughs> yeah. never give up. <laughs> she also thinks she's got a few aces up her sleeve that she can play.
0: Mm-hmm. So at the dance, the unicorns are excited about meeting Grey and they're drooling all over a walled temple when Nyla arrives alone.
1: Yeah, before that, they're discussing Grey and Jess says, I bet he's at least 17. Totally ancient. <laughs>
0: She's already told them he's in 8th grade. I know. And then um, she tells them that Gray is stuck in traffic. Uh, no, sorry, not in traffic. He's stuck in San Diego, but he's at the airport now and he's chartering a private plane for himself.
1: Of course. Uh,
0: Bruce has come alone, but he's still obnoxious. Yeah. He gets the photographer to take a solo picture of him and he sneers, which lucky girl wants this picture? Yeah, and Ken <laughs> shouts back, "Your mother, probably." Uh-huh. Imagine little Ken saying that. Uh. And then Melissa admits to Liz that she was the snitch.
1: Worse than that,
0: oh, I hate this bit. It really annoying. She you.
1: apologizes to Liz. Yeah. Because, but the thing is, it doesn't make what Liz did right. So basically, it worked out okay in the yeah, end. Yeah,
0: because her he, date liked the poem.
1: Yeah, he liked the poem. But that doesn't make it okay. Liz still no. pressured her into doing something she didn't want to do.
0: And she's like, oh, you're so great, Liz. You're amazing. I'm so thankful to you. And Liz is just smug again. And then she spots Todd standing alone with a bouquet of flowers and a box of chocolates. Oh, my. And she wonders where his date is. Yeah. But then she goes off to dance with Ken and she forgets about him.
1: Yes, Todd is starts uh, starts heading towards Liz. Mm. And uh, as soon as he approaches, Ken asks Liz to dance.
0: Yeah. And she accepts. Todd noticed how pretty Liz looks and he's decided, she's the girl that I want. Back to Lila and the unicorns. Uh, she's pretended in the Grey is there.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, she's like, oh, he's just outside <clears> doing something. Yeah, she says
0: he's gone off to call his parents. Uh and then, meanwhile, Todd cuts in on Liz and Ken. He gives Liz the flowers and the chocolates, and she says, "I'm not interested in presents he bought for another girl." Which, fair enough. Larry. Yes, fair uh, enough. At this point, I was like, "Yeah, you go, Liz. You know, don't let this guy off." Yeah, I agree. Uh, but he says there's no one else. I even bought two boxes of chocolates so that I could so that I could replace all of the strawberry creams you hate with the nut ones that you like. And if I wasn't so goddamn mad at Todd. That would be really sweet.
1: It would be really sweet, but, but I've I'm, read the rest I'm, I'm of this so book. I'm so fucking mad at him. Yeah, I know. Like, like, I don't I care. care you jerk. Yeah.
0: But of course she forgives him. Yeah. And they slow down. So I was disappointed in
1: her. I was disappointed in her for this. Because she thinks to herself as well. She's like, I wonder how long I should punish him for. And then she immediately yeah. immediately lets it go and starts dancing with
0: him. <sighs> Half an hour later the unicorns are getting impatient with Lila. She's now told them that her and gray have gone to take a romantic walk around the football field.
1: But Jess has a plan.
0: Yeah. She thinks we should do something special for the couple because they've had such a hard week. Yeah. So she... this plan involves Wald Temple.
1: The band that everyone loves, 8th mm-hmm. grade band.
0: But before we find out what it is, we cut back to Liz and Todd.
1: Yeah. So Whilst dancing, Liz recites some of her wonderful poem.
0: Oh, my God. And, of
1: course, it finally dawns on Todd Mm. that it was Liz the whole time. And it's so obviously written on his face. And I think he actually even says, it was you
0: Mm. that basically the gig's up. And she realises what's happened as well. Um, But she forgives him again. I can. See, even if you forgave him the first
1: time around... You definitely wouldn't forgive him at this point. No. You'd be like, right, so basically, because you thought there was another girl, yeah. you instantly, without even knowing who that was, I know. you ditched me for someone's sight unseen. I know. Oh,
0: that you don't, don't even know. No. I wish it was Caroline now. I wish that she'd just be like, pissed off, away. Todd. Yeah. Um,. So, uh, with only 25 minutes left of the dance, Lila thinks she's pulled it off.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much have. 20 minutes left. It's mm. like you've done well to pull it off for this long. But
0: then, the lead singer of Wald Temple makes an announcement.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: But first, he asks them all to buy their new CD. It's called Only In My Sneakers Dreams. I want to <laughs> hear that CD. He also wants to announce the couple of the year Ooh. in recognition of romance, devotion, and triumph over adversity.
1: Adversity. It's
0: like you've been seeing each other a week.
1: Also, triumph in the face of adversity. From their perspective, this is too rich, fucks. Yeah. <laughs> like two, two rich, white people. Oh my god! <laughs> what adversity so have they had it's to It's Lila and Gray. It's Lila and Gray, and Lila is just frozen on the spot.
0: Yeah, he calls them to the floor for a special dance, and she's fucked.
1: She's yeah, she's screwed.
0: The girls realise that she lied and Janet is furious.
1: Janet is like... Janet loses her mind. Jess yeah. is actually quite nice. Jess is like, I feel terrible for her.
0: Yeah, Jess says, we can't let a unicorn be humiliated. Yeah. And sisterhood happens. Janet agrees. The unicorn image is on the line. So they form a human shield around Lila. <laughs> it's
1: like security. Yeah. It's like um, the president.
0: And they Escort her they, out. They prepare to escort her through the crowd. Amazing. The jeering crowd. But uh, suddenly, a tall guy with wavy chestnut hair and green eyes, wearing black jeans, a tuxedo shirt, a tapestry vest, and an untied bow tie dangling around his neck. Sound familiar?
1: Oh, What is a tapestry vest? I don't know, but I want one.
0: <laughs> he pushes his way through the crowd towards her. Who are you? Janet demanded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love... Do you know, Janet is you? horrible, but I do kind of know. love her. In the same way that
0: when Lila's horrible, I yeah. kind of love it. He says, well, I'm Grey Williams, of course. Didn't Lila tell you about me? And Lila's just stood there with her mouth open like, what? Mm. <laughs> and then he grabs Lola for a slow, Lila for a slow dance. And of course, we all know who it's going to be. Of it's, course. It's the peasant to the rescue.
1: Now, I was disappointed in him for actually doing... You know, it's like, it's, this is a really romantic, nice thing. But it is like, she's treated you like absolute yeah. shit.
0: But he's in love.
1: He is in love. Um, You made a good point earlier, though.
0: Yeah, why is he so goddamn late?
1: How did he think it was going to work?
0: 20 minutes before
1: the end, yeah. you might as well have not bothered. I
0: know. Do
1: you think he was watching the whole time? He's like, well, she did treat me bad, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. let, her, let sweat her sweat until the last second. Mm.
0: So uh, he tells her as they're dancing that from now on, maybe she won't have to just pretend that she's got a boyfriend.
1: And she's like, "Well, you'll I have bet to-
0: we never see this. I was going to say, again.
1: you're going to have to come into some serious money if you want this relationship to continue <laughs> past today."
0: Yeah, she'd never go out with the the grandson of the help. Well,
1: it's made clear in Lila's story that George wouldn't stand for it. Mm. George will only have her get with someone with money.
0: Yeah. Um. And after the dance, Todd and Liz are sat on a bench outside, and they agree they're glad Valentine's is over. And he gives her a little kiss. You should have done a connect kind of the dots to make up for that. <laughs> Jessica and Aaron are also showing a romantic moment outside. He says he meant every word of the cheer and he might even get her name tattooed on his arm. And then it says she makes a ladylike gagging sound. <laughs> How would you make a ladylike gagging sound?
1: I don't know how do you mournfully unwrap a popsicle these are are questions questions we have we should make a list of questions we have going forward (laughs) what is is a
0: tapestry vest how do you mournfully open a popsicle how do you ladylike gag
1: yeah so (laughs) do you think in the future Aaron's got like Jessica and Stephen tattooed on (laughs) his arm
0: and then of course we finish with Lila and Grey in the limo they're Wondering how they're going to get around the fact that all of her friends think he's called Grey.
1: Yeah, it is a problem. <laughs> it's definitely a problem. So are
0: we actually going to see this guy again?
1: I don't know. We can gonna, somebody we're have let to us read know? like 80 can books. Can somebody to get tell us? Because point.
0: we've got yeah, we've got about three years before we find <laughs> this out. So. I was thinking
1: about that actually. Do you think when we get to Sweet Valley Confidential, it will actually be 30 years later for us? Yeah, probably. Like it might yeah. actually be 30 years later. I don't like to think later. about it, to be honest. It <laughs>
0: freaks me out. It's too too I don't like to think about it. So um she says to him happy valentine's day justin gray williams pratt and then he kisses her on the cheek oh the end
1: i mean it is a sweet ending with him turning up it and is, stuff yeah but it it raises a lot of questions yeah you know like leaving it that late she was either going to be with someone or she would have been humiliated she might not have even gone at that point um but overall this book was amazing.
0: Yeah, every page, it every was just page. funny. I just kept, couldn't stop laughing when I was reading it. It was so good. So happy Valentine's Day, everyone!
1: Yes, happy Valentine's. We know it's a little early, but we are uh, we're we're a week ahead because that's where twins fell.
0: Yeah, I think our next uh, we haven't got a romantic Valentine's week one. We've got a uh, runaway. The opposite.
1: <laughs> I, well, she does run away with someone. Yeah. So you know maybe.
0: So yeah, that's our Kelly's Road Heist episode next week, Runaway. Yeah. And our next Casey's episode is um, Keeping Secrets, book number 12.
1: It's the language one. Apparently
0: it's about a secret language.
1: Ned's secret language that he took an entire book to tell us. This
0: book sounds awful.
1: I don't know. I'm just waiting for the right moment to tell you.
0: (laughs) So our last Casey's episode was Buried Treasure. It
1: was. Another um, good one, actually. I enjoyed Buried Treasure. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, Play Moffle enjoyed it as well. She said, great episode as always. And you get bonus points for mentioning the tacky but amazing soap that was Sunset Beach. <laughs> I bloody loved watching it that each day on Channel 5. I can't remember why we went, oh, I think like Jessica and I were watching a soap called Love and Lace. Oh, yeah, that's right. It like Sunset, Sunset Beach.
1: Beach.
0: Yeah. Um. And Jodie Char says, in regards to Julie and Peter, in Sweet Valley High Peter Dehaven is a major arrogant prick. And Julie's older sister is in love with him. Way to keep it in the family, Dehaven. <laughs> um, she also says, Elizabeth's slogan uh, sounds like an Allstate car insurance commercial. You're in good hands with Allstate.
1: Oh, that's true, Eddie. It kind of does, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was.
0: And she doesn't think we ever hear about the Disneyland trip again. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And my favourite thing that we got, Lippy Lupton um, sent us a photo of her in a Fat Willie's t-shirt. They exist. We didn't make it up. They st- And the shop still exists. There's still a shop in Newquay. Wow. Oh, my God.
1: Imagine how how far their sales must have dropped since the if 90s. If anybody's
0: going to Newkey can you please get in touch and we will send you the money for, to get us some t-shirts.
1: Yeah, we we want to unironically wear Fat Willie's yeah. t-shirts.
0: In fact, I think my auntie might be going to New We
1: should we should give uh, her some soon. money and make that happen. I want a
0: Fat Willie's top. So do I. I want a bum bag, a Fat Willie's bum bag. Oh yeah, a fanny pack. I got as really
1: excited earlier. We went book shopping. Oh my god, we did. And on the way back, I saw someone <clears> with <throat> a beanie, a Fat Willie's beanie, and yeah. I turned to you. I was so happy. Mm. <laughs> she probably thought it was mental because I looked at her and I just looked at you and was like oh my god
0: (laughs) so thank you for that photo, it made us really really happy yeah it did, it was
1: fantastic
0: (laughs) and that's about it for this week I think
1: yes, happy Valentine's Day a week early Um, but yeah, thank you for listening everybody as always and thanks for the comments, keep them
0: coming in and yeah, follow us on Instagram Kelly's Roadhouse and on Facebook we are Kelly's Roadhouse Podcast yeah Um, So thank you for listening, everyone. Catch you next week.
1: Absolutely. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.